Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. What a what a time to be alive, right? I think every time is a good time to be alive. All right. Well, we are alive. This is the Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome if you're just joining us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And remember, we do an entertainment podcast as well, so check that out afterward. But anyway, I'm Sean. Join with me. We've got Tony. What's going on? And Off-Road Andy. I'm here. And this is episode 71. And like I said, this is sports. So shall we just dive right in? What do you think? Sports. What sports? What happens in the world of sports these days? Things. NASCAR. Things. Oh boy, there is some NASCAR drama. Is there? I don't think so. Oh, there actually is. There is in the Hamptons. That guy who got a DUI, who like owns NASCAR or something. He he dropped a uh, a Trump line. He's like, I know Trump. Yeah. It's like I don't know. That's gonna help you in too many places. Yeah. I don't think DUI is a federal offense, but um. Uh, let's move off NASCAR. That's that's yeah, all we can we're ever. We're kidding. Afford. It just so happened that that had happened today, yeah. uh, the other day. Because uh, I don't know anything. They drive cars in uh, a circle. How fucking I boring. Do know about Major League Baseball, and that MLB. is MLB, the baseball league that you all know. You know the American League, the National League. They make up Major League Baseball, uh, and we had a couple couple of big series is this uh, this weekend, and they didn't go all that well for two of the teams. So the first, of course, is my my Dodgers against the uh, Houston Astros. End up losing the game, I think, fourteen to nothing, and they just can't. I think I think Houston's in their head. They did they did win one game out of the three game series, but as a fan, I don't want to see Houston in the World <laughs> Series. I would much rather. see I was well, I actually watched the the game today, and it was funny because the, the game last night and today, they're playing the Giants, both games. No Springer, no Altuve, no Correa. Yeah. Those are their three best hitters. There's no doubt about it. And uh, they find ways to still win those games because they're pitching. They play the Giants last night, 0-0 all the way into the sixth. It's uh, Rodriguez versus uh, Charlie Morton. Morton's on the Astros. And then Morton gives up a solo home run to Crawford in the sixth. So you're thinking, And then all of a sudden it goes in the ninth inning, still 1-0. So the Astros pitching has helped that poor lineup right now stay in it. Third inning, I mean, ninth inning comes around. There's two outs, a runner on. Uh, the closer for the Giants ends up walking Uriel. And then who comes up? One of Andy's least favorite players by the name of Marwin Gonzalez ends up hitting Marwin. a three-run home yeah. run. And they end up winning 3-1. to one. Today, pretty similar story. We had Bumgarner of the Giants going against Keuchel of the Astros. Same li- lineup was, you know, a very... Not their best lineup again today. Still uh, missing those three good players. Game was uh, Giants had scored in the second inning. It was a pitcher's duel all the way until the eighth inning. Bumgarner goes seven shutout innings. Bochi goes to his bullpen in the eighth. Runner on first with two outs and had a guy throw, or with one out, I think, had a guy in there throwing uh, like 100 miles an hour. Ends up getting a hold of one by, uh, I think it was, is it Tyler White? Or. I'm not sure who's going to call him right Tyler now, White. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he gets a hold of one and ends up hitting a two-run home run. And the Astros bullpen, Keiko went six strong. Bullpen went three shutout. End up uh, winning again. So it's just that that team is really good. I mean, I know everybody's been talking about Boston. Everyone's talking about the Yankees. Those are the popular teams. Boston was going for their, I don't know if they did, but they were going for their 80th win already today. Yeah. But uh, the Astros, I still think, are the 
dangerous, the most dangerous team because that lineup can put up runs, but it's that pitching is scary. It's better than yeah, last no, year. Nobody can match that rotation. I mean, right you've now. got Cole pitching uh, on this team that wasn't there last year. Verlander's still doing what he did last year. And then Charlie Morton coming out of nowhere. And then you've got, and it allows you to have a, and then you still have Keuchel that can do something. McCullers is still there, but it allows depth in the bullpen because like, let's say, I mean, McCullers is on the DL right now. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get moved to the bullpen yeah. for the playoffs. And that bullpen's already, I believe, actually number one or two in the entire league. They added Osuna, which was uh, some people were a little, was a little debatable since he was suspended 75 games for domestic violence. So I think he beat up his girlfriend or something. Yeah, just another one. Of so those I know, things. like, that was a big thing that the Astros actually went out and signed him, basically giving him a chance. So that didn't sit well with some people. But uh, regardless, I mean, it just makes their bullpen stronger if he pitches the way he was pitching last year. And they're going to be a tough team to beat. But the, um, the American League playoffs, I think, are going to be really exciting this year. Yeah. Because I, I think that's going to be the ALCS this year is going to be Boston versus Houston. And I think that's going to – that has potential to be a really good series. So we will definitely see. Yeah, and that was the other the other big uh, matchup this past weekend was the uh, Red Sox and Yankees. Always a, a classic matchup. You know, the teams hate each other. There's, you know, A-Rod and Veritek in a fight. There's uh, Pedro throwing down Don Zimmer. There's some classic moments in that rivalry, and that's just in the past 20 years. But this uh, this, this weekend was no, was no match. The Yankees were just not even – close i mean they, they yeah. end up winning the, the last game of the series in extra innings but like boston really dominated there and it just like it looks like oh well they're they're gonna run away i think they're nine games up now they're gonna run away with that division there and they just look that lineup just looks so like it's so good just that's the thing is like it's to have two maybe the two best hitters in the american league probably two of the three best hitters in the yeah. american league this year that's Same the lineup is the just thing hard. is too is that you uh you you that lineup it's really the definition of a team that it's like it's not over until they've recorded 27 outs because you looked at that game the last I mean that whole series they the Yankees also have looked lost without Judge and Sanchez I mean that team's yeah. not really hitting that great but uh the Boston teams just can beat you with you know they just they just have a good depth team I mean the the hero of that night was Ben Attendee. I think he went three for five, including the walk-off single. And then J.D. Martinez came up in the bottom of the ninth inning. Or no, he came up in the yeah he came up in the bottom of the ninth inning with the bases loaded, down by three. He was 0 for three in the game at the time with three strikeouts and a hit by pitch. First pitch swinging against Chapman rips a single, you know makes it four three, and then Bogarts reaches on an error to tie the game, and then they would eventually win the next inning. But I mean they were down three runs in the bottom of the ninth to one of the best closers in the league and they just you know they rally that team just doesn't give up that they have the great like they have really good fans i mean that game ended literally at one in the morning boston time and that stadium was still filled with fans as if like it was still like a packed house it wasn't like most of them had gone but that's that's what you're going to get in those boston yankee games and that's just these fans are excited with their team right now you know they were talking about how it's funny when you look at the past how the last, you know, over the early 2000s, 90s, and for the longest time, when it was Yankees-Boston, it was the Yankees were the, you know, Goliath and whatnot, but I think it's changed a little bit now. Over the last few years, Boston's been the better team. So it'll... Uh, yeah, they're on a, gr a great run right now. 
I would have liked to see Boston. I would have liked to see Boston try to get another solid starting pitcher. Or the, well, they got Evaldi. That's a good. Yeah, pickup. but I mean, I'm talking. I think they needed to do like kind of what the Astros did last year and get like a Verlander esque pitcher. But yeah. I mean, like if they would have they, gone out, they didn't out, have the uh, prospects. I saw I, they have like the worst. And I think I heard that too. But yeah. if they, I'm just saying, even though they didn't, but if they would have been able to go out and get like a Degrom or a Syndergaard. That would yeah, actually I mean, legitimately make me consider. They would have to like trade like Bogarts or something like that. Like, I know, but my my it. point is, is if they would have, if they had the prospects, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And they were able to make that move, then I would have actually started thinking like, okay, wait a minute, that that team can compete with Houston. I think. I think they were just one really good arm away, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, injuries happen also. I mean, the Astros are banged up right now, so I mean. Well, also know. it's it's baseball, like. Oakland could win the wild card game and then end up like sweeping Boston in the first round. And see, that's what's it, it what's funny because Oakland. Let's say Oakland is the wild card team. That lineup is good. I mean, that lineup puts up yep. runs, and that team has been on a tear the last yeah, month and a half. Davis have thirty home runs now, or something? oh, he's got thirty one, I think. And I think he went on some streak where he's hit ten in his last fourteen games or something. He's yep. just been ridiculous. They're actually playing the Dodgers right now. Yeah, Dodgers are. In a, crazy stretch of games yeah think, they showed uh, their schedule and it's not easy <laughs> they still have a few i think they play the mariners pretty soon too yeah i think they play the mariners after that after. then they're back to their division but yeah they've been playing the phillies the braves that nl uh, west is going to get the exciting Astros, right now yeah, coming into today arizona games. was half a game ahead arizona is playing uh who, uh who are they playing tonight uh they just beat them last night i thought they've already played but no they didn't play yet today they uh oh, those are giants that are already playing yeah, yeah the I can't believe I can't think of it. But regardless, Arizona's playing tonight or right now, and then Dodgers are playing Oakland. So, I mean, it'll definitely be good. But uh, And but then it's any, funny, the Rockies the are right there, too. It's not going to be the favorite. It's going to be a struggle, whoever the, the NL representative is going to be. to Oh, to get in the world, to play in the World Series? To, yeah. To win when they get there. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a... Uh, but anything can happen. Yes. Yes, it can. That's baseball, especially in baseball. You never know what pitcher's going to get hot, what hitters are going to get cold or get hot. I mean, last year that was the biggest thing for Houston was, you know, Springer and all those guys just, just that, yeah. that, that, it was, they basically, it was just those first four guys in the lineup pretty much. Yeah, Springer and Correa just couldn't, you couldn't keep them off base. And while they're, they're good players, they were not as good as they had, they played last year. But Yeah. And they need, they needed all of it in that seven game series. But. Yes, they do. Well, they do now too. Yeah, they could be nice if they if they got that performance again from the hitters. I think uh, they're definitely going to win because I think their pitching is even better this year. But we do have one see. other segment here uh, relating to baseball. Oh wow! If you guys remember, must have been a, a March podcast way long ago. Oh wow! We're going to go to the deep hole. I gave out some some of my over under picks oh, for the season. Andy, are you gonna go gloating? <laughs> I'm well, not necessarily, because there's some uh, there's some big misses here. <laughs> he calls to... himself out on his losses, folks. Yeah, I just want to go over. I think I only had let's see, it's only eight teams here that I the ones that I really liked. Uh, so the the first team on this list that I really like to go over their their over under of 73 wins. The Baltimore Orioles, so <laughs> so that's that's a huge miss. Baltimore is uh, maybe one of the worst teams of all time this year. I just thought coming into the season they just with Manny Machado as being one of the best players in baseball. They had, they had too much talent. They weren't going to be 
as bad as they were. And uh, Machado's no longer with the club, and they really are that bad. <laughs> uh, another one is the Royals. The the other team that's w- the worst, tied f- with the Orioles, that's the worst team. Uh, I had them over 71.5. Just, again, they're not that far removed from the World Series appearance. So I thought they could squeeze out over 71.5. I thought that was going to happen. So those were my, I'd say, my two big misses. Another one, uh, the Brewers under 84.5. It uh, looks like they're going to win around 90 games. Brewers are a good team. I was so telling someone at the beginning of the year that. Moves. I thought they'd be a good little sleeper team to put some money on. Well, that's why I like them under is like, oh, just in case – the reason they their over under went up that high was because they've made some key acquisitions in the offseason. But in baseball, a lot of times, like those things just fall apart. Like, yeah, you make a big it, it's actually rare to like. I feel like these days, like you said, to sign a couple key players and actually have them all. Yeah, you think of like Albert Pujols. How'd that work out terribly? But yeah, I guess Lorenzo Cain was young enough and yeah. has value. And I think Yelich is honestly underrated still a little bit because yeah. I think the problem with a guy like Yelich is he's on a shit team. And it's crazy how... Well, not this year. Uh, well, that's my point. Was he was on a shit team, so that's why people don't hear about him that much and people don't get to see him really do what he's capable of doing. And then it's like, if you could do well like that, imagine now you're on a team where... Now, uh, I mean, where you have good hitters. And granted, he was lucky he left last year because, I mean, I'm not going to completely put that out because he did have guys like Stanton and Ozuna batting behind him. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not like... I guess I should correct myself a little bit. It's not like he was on a team that just had no hitting and and so it was he struggled but the team didn't win you don't get exactly and when you're not win, and also when you're not winning I, I really think especially in baseball it's a long season you have games literally almost every day you play like six days a week usually if you're not winning I mean it gets mentally draining because you're out there every day and you're like and then when there's no fans in the stands I mean imagine being out there you're playing a baseball game and you're playing in front of like 10,000 people as opposed to like 40,000 you know it's just not the same so out of my eight, I have three that I think I'm definitely going to lose. And there's three more that I'm on pace to win but are very close. So I have under 94.5 for the Indians. They're on pace for 90 wins. Hmm. I think I think I'm going to win that one. I don't think – unless the Indians – like the, the rest of the teams in their divisions, which which is so bad, if those teams just don't try to beat the Indians, I could see them uh, going on a run. But I don't know. I got the Marlins over 64.5. They're on pace for 67 wins. Uh I think they'll they'll continue to play hard. I think they're going to go over 64 and a half. And then the Cubs under 94 and a half. Cubs are on pace for 94 exactly. Oh. So. It's funny that sometimes they do just get those right on the button. Yeah. I just I think the reason I went with that is just 94 95 wins is a lot. It just you don't It teams, is. And teams don't win 95 games that's all why that it's, much. It's so. crazy cuz they're saying this will be like one of the like I, I don't know, it might even be the first time. It's either the first time ever, the first time in years where they might have three teams in the American League win 100 games. Yeah. It's I mean, going to be Boston for sure is going to. They've already won 79, maybe even 80. I don't know what happened today. So they'll definitely win 20 more games, but the Yankees are right behind them. The Yankees have like 68 or or 69 or 70 wins. Now and then the Astros, I believe, are somewhere in the seventies. Yeah. So we'll see. It's yeah, pretty. There's a lot of years that nobody wins a hundred games. Like ninety-seven yeah. wins will get you the number one seed. Oh yeah, ninety. Yeah, ninety. Even so. sometimes like 93, 94 wins will sneak you in. Hell, we've seen years where like eighty-eight, eighty-nine that gets you the wild card or something. Yeah. And then I had two uh, two uh, real solid wins. I'll I'll take them already. I would say, uh, Phillies over seventy-five and a half. Yeah, that was a good pick. I we both. They're, I know. Believed in the Phillies early. Yeah, they're on pace for 91 wins. 
And then I got uh, the Nationals under 92.5. They're on pace for, for 84. So, I mean, if, Nation- if the Nationals go on, like, get on a really hot streak, it's possible. I just don't see it. The team didn't make any moves uh, to trade deadline. I think I think they're they're done. Would you uh, you agree on that? We're not going to see the Nationals make a run here. How many games out did you say they are? I think they're like seven or something. Let me see really quick. Cause I, the only reason why I don't know is because they have that doubleheader today. I don't know if they won the second game, but they dominated the first game this morning. Oh, really? Honestly, I wouldn't count them out yet. They're yeah. only five and a half out. Okay. They're five and a half out. But do you think they can, they'll can? win over 92 and a half, 93 games? Let me see. What are they at right now? They have 50. No, they have 58 okay. wins. They're not going to do that. Because if, they, if they come back in this division, it's, it's because – Exactly. It's because it's Phillies and Braves ahead of them. And we've seen this happen lots of times where a young team that is playing way better than they should, they seem to, for whatever reason, they'll break down sometimes in the last month. And a team like the Nationals that – has a good pitching. Zimmerman's healthy now. He had a good day today. He homered. Yeah. Harper's, you know, maybe starting to get better. And I, I think that team could easily rally. And the thing is, is they're going to play big games against Atlanta and against Philly in this last month. Because I believe the entire month of September, don't you only play your division or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for yeah, the most like, part, there has to be some interleague games. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, but, yeah. But, yeah, for the most part. So, we'll see. It'll definitely... So I'm on pace for five out of eight. Well, there you go. That's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good, Andy. I also just want to do a quick side note while we're talking about baseball. This one pitcher, Andy is the only one here probably, obviously, but knows who he is, Jacob Turner. Yeah. So he's making his major league – not his major league debut, his season debut today. He's been injured all year, and they're playing our local Anaheim Angels, and right now (laughs) it is the bottom of the first inning. The bases are loaded with no outs, and he's already given up four runs. (laughs) Wow. You talk That's about ouch. shitty. <laughs> I remember I played, I pitched in a one softball game once, and it went a little similar to that. <laughs> I don't think I ever recorded an out. My ERA is still infinity. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I'll ever step back on that mound. Yeah. And the funny thing, oh, it is now 6-2 to two now. And the funny thing is, wow. is with no outs, and no, there's no Mike Trout either. It's his 27th birthday today. He's been out for the last week. But, yeah, the Angels are going to, they could have a big night here. Yeah. Already up 6 I mean, not big enough to get them back in the playoff race. No, absolutely not. Hey, and it fun, is official. Right? The Red Sox did just win their 80th game. All right. Congratulations. Speaking of uh, Angels, are really quick. They have to play a day game tomorrow. It's going to be like 94. Yeah, yeah that sucks. That's, hey, that's baseball. You want to be out there in the sun, have a hot dog, maybe a, maybe a snow cone because it's so yeah. hot. <laughs> Do a snow know. cone. Do they serve snow cones? They might have to pump them in. They do those lemonade things. I bet some places do. I don't know if I've had a snow cone in forever. You got a frosty lemonade. Yeah. Is it's that a Slurpee inside of a cone, right? Yeah, but it's most part. It's more fun. You're out. I don't know. Are we done with baseball? Yeah, I think so. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of baseball, but that's that we're, we're talking the random sports day because I mean we might as well get onto it while we're talking about weird sports. We actually, for the first time, arguably ever. Have some WNBA news. <laughs> I know uh, you 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 don't see this happen too often, but uh, the new the newest team in the WNBA, the Las Vegas Aces, were uh, supposed to play the Washington Mystics in Washington, and what happened? Planes got delayed, and yeah, just stuff like that. I think uh, stuff got delayed, and they ended up having to do 26 hours of traveling, and basically said we were they canceled that game and said, hey, we can't play this game. 
Our girls have done 26 hours of traveling. It's not, it wouldn't be healthy to play in a game after that. So they wanted to, you know, postpone it till later. And the WNBA came out today and said that that game that they decided to cancel actually goes down as a forfeit and goes down as a loss for them. And you know, you just don't see that, especially in no professional sports. So that's pretty shitty for them. And I was just uh, saying before this is that the way the WNBA works is there's 12 teams. I think now, I don't know. 10 or 12. I couldn't, I couldn't even name you six, <laughs> 10 or 12 yeah, teams. Three of them. And, uh, though they switched this format up a couple years ago where instead of East versus West and like top four in each one or top six in each one, I don't even know how they used to do it. Make the playoffs. They just do. Oh, you know what? Then I think there is like 10. Anyway, I think they used to do like four and four and now they do just the best eight teams in the entire league, which I mean, a league that small, you might as well. Yeah. And anyway, Las Vegas is the number nine team, I believe, out of uh, and top eight make it, and they're right there. So yeah, so they uh, dropped them two games behind Dallas for the final spot. So now Dallas is my team. I have to have. A, I well, actually, I hate to admit this. I watched a WNBA game today, and it was actually Vegas versus Atlanta. Honestly, it was a little exciting. Vegas is this is three straight games now that they've given up over a hundred points and. For people that don't really watch WNBA games out there, the average over/under for these games is usually like 160, one, you know, low 160. So you typically see scores in the low like 80s, the high here. 70s. But these these Vegas games, man, you see scores and you know over you see their uh, games reach you know a couple hundred points sometimes or 190 something. So it's exciting WNBA basketball there. I was just reading really quick like how many pro teams of any sport had to forfeit. It's really not that many, and looks like the last one on this article, at least, was St. Louis versus uh, Andy's Dodgers in 1995 when they decided it would be a good day to distribute baseballs. And so around the seventh inning, the fans were getting pissed, and they all just started chucking them on the field. So a very infamous story is the Cleveland Indians in the 60s or 70s decided to do dime beer night. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. like, the real article. They make fun of it in Tropic Thunder, like how dime beer night gets bad or, like, gets yeah. whatever it is. And literally around what around the seventh inning, people were so hammered that people started running onto the field. And it, it was funny because you see, like, pictures and footage of, like, players fighting fans and stuff. And it's just – it's crazy. To somebody like, hit somebody. Think yeah. about that stuff. It's pretty wild. Yeah, another one is the, the – even in this ESPN story was the uh, disco demolition night. Uh, with the White Sox, <laughs> where you like bring, brought your records to the stadium and uh, broke, oh, and destroyed them. So people just all threw them all on the field. Jeez, and the field got destroyed, and they couldn't play. What are some of these people actually thinking? Oh, well, this was this was early. Oh, the early <laughs> times where it's like you just had weird like promotions like that to get people into the yeah. You just you sit in a boardroom, you're really high, and you're getting jacked yeah. up, maybe even jacked off. I mean, that's why, like, and you uh, just come up with a dumb idea. And semi-pro, when they would have all those things where it's like, that's like based on like reality. That's what those places have to do, like crazy shit. Where Jackie Moon wrestles a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Not all that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Unusual. They had to wear uh, eyeliner to a yeah. intimidate the opponent. But, uh, yeah, a, a real like forfeit. Like I know, cause, like it was the Dodgers and the Nationals like a few years ago just decided not to play a game and they like mutually agreed. So I don't think anyone forf- they didn't forfeit, but they only played 161 games. So that's even. the hell interesting. So a mutual forfeit. I think like especially in baseball, like I'm so su- I'm honestly in a way surprised that doesn't happen more because it's like if you do have two mutual teams that are like 
we're way out of the playoff race. We're way out of the playoff race. <laughs> we're all up. tired as shit because we've well, played like 18 straight games. Yeah. They yeah. might want to forfeit tomorrow. What was that random game? What was it a, like a couple years ago when the Orioles played somebody and it was like a, it was some weird circumstance and they played like a really early game or something and there was literally, I I don't know what the thing was but it was literally like uh, like two thousand people in the stands yeah. or something like that. I don't remember what the reason was or like what was going on that particular day. I feel like maybe there was something going on in the. Wor- oh, world it, over there. It was the uh, when the guy got the guy got killed in Baltimore by the police, and so like n- the city was going crazy, I think, and they didn't want to let people into the stadium because they thought okay. people were gonna like rush the field, so no one was there. Like, I remember that. Yeah, they all got like on a timeout. They had been fucking up like Walgreens and shit yeah, in the so, neighborhood. So and I they, didn't know there might have been nobody there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was anyone. You know what? There. You might be right. That I think was they, a game where there was no one. I in think attendance. they did play in front of no one. That makes yeah. more sense than now. I mean, the Marlins have played in front of two thousand people without. Yeah, exactly. Going yeah, on. that's oh, Andy. Um, I know. As long as we're on this this subject, I remember <laughs> that the Nets the Nets had to play like in a high school gym one time. What? I don't know what. Oh God, I forgot what team. it was. Yeah, it was it was really that year when they were maybe the worst team. In NBA history, Chris Christie was treating their place as I, like I, his pantry. I don't know what it was. I mean, we can move on, and I'll uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, look that up. I don't even. But yeah, but the, it was like a Brook Lopez was their best player. I remember that that baseball game though, because they had helicopters. You know, like the night before or whatever, on some street where they knew something was going down. These people are just going rampant, just just destroying shit. And then they're like, you know what? No one's going to the game. It's like your parents put you on timeout type mm-hmm. of thing. What uh, Andy? I was just looking today. Uh, what do you think of? I've heard some possible. Uh, just a little bit of NFL news. Some possible. They've talked about like the Browns have talked about trying to trade for Odell Beckham. Yeah, that was Jarvis Landry. So yeah, like he's a buddy of his, yeah, and he was they like played together. It's funny because like you do see these players tweeting out at these guys. Like I know Antonio Brown sent a tweet out to Des Bryant saying, come play for us, the Steelers. But it's like, you know, Des Bryant, I think it's coming to an end. I wouldn't be surprised if he has like a five-touchdown year this year or something. I mean, depending on where he even I mean, ends where's up. Where's he going to go? Exactly. That's my point. If it's taken this long for him to get somewhere, I mean, it just doesn't look too bright for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's exciting. They just showed today, too, I was watching something that, uh, I forget his name, but one of the Buccaneers linemen, he's a little underweight, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have him on a diet for the next X amount of days, and his diet consists of, he has to consume 9,000 calories a day. That's unbelievable. And I was watching a show earlier, and they gave examples of stuff that are 9,000 calories or, like, more, and one of it is 30 cheeseburgers is 9,000 calories. Jesus. Uh, They say, like, six large pizzas is, like, 20,000 calories. And then they said how, like, uh, you know what else is exactly 9,000 calories? 1,500 celery sticks. Oh. Because those are each about six calories. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, that would, that's got to be so rough. And I, I read that. I read a little bit of it today yeah. also. He's like, I don't look at food like I yeah. have ever before. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I at that point, that. like, how long can you even do a diet like that before you actually risk, like, killing this guy? <laughs> like, I just, how often is he going to the bathroom? Yeah. Or just, what it could, does your stomach feel like? Because it's. They talk about how he drinks like seven protein. He has to be drinking like seven protein shakes too, part of it. Mm. Oh, I could not. There's times where I just struggle having a 
one cheesy gordita crunch at Taco Bell, man. I couldn't imagine. Good thing you're not in the Buccaneers. Yeah, no kidding. I would definitely be a little underweight on that line. I wouldn't want to be in the Buccaneers playing with Jameis Winston. I'll tell you that. Well, they won't be for those first few games. Yes, that's right. They won't yeah. be. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so I did look up this Nets thing. They weren't playing in a high school gym, but because of uh, snow and because they were so terrible, <laughs> uh, nobody came to their game. So they only had 1,000 people come to their arena. That's Wow. What. Out of you know whatever eighteen thousand or something. So you go over here to the pond when it's you know CIF not like before that when they have like the little tournaments and there's more than that in attendance. It's literally just just like the people in the front. They probably just allow people to go. A couple of the ushers probably just kicked their feet up and just watched mm-hmm. like a quarter and then left. The Nets were four and forty eight at the time. Well, Jeez Louise, what year picture, was that? What year was that? Two thousand ten. Oh wow, I don't Jesus. remember that. The, no, the picture. Um, is Brooke Lopez posting up Andrew Bogut playing for the Bucks? So, oh wow, quite quite a while ago. Brooke that game Lopez was at the overrated. Izod Center, which I don't remember. That's what that, that was called. No wonder one, and no one went. Yeah. So yeah, weird shit happens like that. Weird shit. This pod's got a lot of weird shit on it today, yeah. and we're not done. I mean, the Nets really should have forfeited that. Yeah, this season. is uh the sports news. Unless something like crazy happens, it's gonna be. Pretty uh, interesting until football season starts up soon. But like I said, we'll get that in the next few weeks, maybe end of August. We can get that. Uh, like I said, I want to do that podcast where we just name all the football teams and say they're over unders, and then you, me, and then if Joe's if Joe's here, he can do it too. If it's Carter's never or if Dobby back. just want to shoot in the dark, you can do it also. Well, you know what's funny is it was a year ago, I think, just about because I went out of town when you guys did that one. We did a couple of, like intensive football ones. I yeah. remember. Well, that was because mostly when back when we had Carter. We had the Carter's yeah. the big football guy, yeah. or like big, like the biggest football guy of all of us. He does a lot of the. I mean, we're all big football fans, but he does the like the legit like following things on Twitter and studying. And he's also a coach, so now yeah. he's just trapped in that movie theater. Yeah, now he's uh. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about his, his future too. I think <laughs> uh, the entertainment podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> he's got the, he lives in the right state to do what he wants to do. Well, do you want to go into some basketball, or do you want to go into some Australia golf? You want to finish with your Australia golf because I'm. It's on the it's on the the same track as where we were a minute ago, uh, and it'll be brief. That's yeah, go Let's for it. Let's do it because that's what they're wearing is very brief clothing. You ever oh. hear a nude golf guys? No. Nope. Sounds dangerous. All right. Well, All the closest thing I've ever seen to nude golf was. Uh, we were playing at Bray Creek when our buddy Tyler decided uh, yeah, just to take his pants off on the seventh hole and tee off. Why to do that? I think it was just one of those days. Yeah. Uh, well, in Darwin, Australia, it's uh, northern Australia for you, 30 players took to the uh, Wandering Bears golf event organized by, a, of course, he's 69 years old, and his he and his wife, and uh, they got to – Play nude, short of wearing a hat, a golf glove, and some golf shoes. Butt-ass naked. And hold on. I love that they're wearing a hat. It's like, <laughs> oh, you got out of your face. Out of your face, but not off of your it's balls true. You'd be or surprised your vagina. how easily you can burn on that golf course. Yeah, especially when – I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a lot of hours logged with the sun and my nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. trying to think, can you get sunburn there? I mean, you obviously oh, can. Oh, uh-huh. Is, there, is it not, skin? Yeah, that's true. I haven't heard anyone tell that story yet. Although – they do say that uh, when you tan your nuts in that whole region, your testosterone just boosts like tenfold. Oh, shit. There you go. It's like that 
Chinese remedy so, or something. Yeah, maybe you go like Hulk, uh, yeah. Hulk on these people, but. Were you gonna say Hulk Hogan? No. Well, you'd look like they probably <laughs> look like Tampa him. Bay's, uh, yeah, they look like this guy. Yeah, I was just gonna say I actually just saw some on him. Yeah, Tampa uh, Bay's training camp. But they had to skip the. Uh, what was that, the uh, 18th and the 9th hole? Because Why, because of those elementary ha- schools or something? No, it had a view of the clubhouse. But he was saying this this year's uh, tournament was such a success, they're going to go ahead and add those two holes next year. <laughs> no, fuck it. We're going to get all 18 next year. <laughs> but ridiculous. I, I don't know. That just And I'm reading, they're just talking. It's like, well, you can't hold your bag because you're going to get tremendous chafing. It's like, that's what you're worried about? Like, I don't know. How much sunblock? I would just need so much. Yeah. I don't know, but in Australia, aren't they like yeah, they're super tan, tan people? They're just always in the sun and kangaroo wandered yeah, off and know. took one of them with them. But that was my weird uh, sports story. You don't see a lot of weird sports stories. You see a lot of weird news stories. Oh, they're out there though. And speaking of that, make sure you check out our next entertainment podcast coming out right after this. Yeah, please do. I don't know what's gonna be on it, but some weird stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Spoilers. Back to you, Andy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the NBA. It's the off season. Nothing's happening. Oh, but some of the trare. some of the big players of uh in the news. Uh, maybe uh, the most famous NBA player, LeBron James. We talked about him last week. I believe we did at least. Yeah. About his school. Uh, his school and um what he what he's doing with that um. So he went on CNN. He got interviewed by Don Lemon, the guy who works for CNN. And uh, he's also Donald Trump's least favorite CNN employee, and he hates all of CNN anyways. You mean Clinton News Network? So for some reason he hates it, but he watches it all the time and had to uh, respond. Everybody and, hates what they – everybody yeah. watches what they hate. Yeah. He's drawn people are, people are attracted to what they hate. So it's like watching Skip Bayless, I guess. That's his version <laughs> of that. Um, and he – he called LeBron James dumb because it's his favorite insult for Don Lemon is that Don, Don Lemon's dumb, which I don't, I don't think he is because he pretty big burn works at CNN and probably had to, you know, have some qualifications. But it was not not you the, don't think he just wandered thing. on. Not the wisest thing. Uh, LeBron is now he's the most famous basketball player. He's playing for the now he's going to play for the most famous basketball team. He's basically universally beloved. That there's really no controversy with LeBron James. So really stupid to pick a fight with that guy and like. So yeah, people definitely always like to just say shit about LeBron James because they just want to try to find a way to hate him. They can't figure out. They yeah. just want to. I mean, everyone. If you're not a fan of him, it's like you automatically want to hate the best. You know, everybody who's not a fan of New England hates New England. Everyone nowadays that's not a fan of Golden State hates Golden State. Yeah, but it's State. different in that like LeBron hasn't done like like in his that's my outside point, though, life. People still find a way to want to hate him. He's... I say that. I trust me. I've used that argument all the time about him. I've said. Hey, like, let me put the, here's an example. Uh, I, I always would tell, like, I would always say to things like, you never hear about LeBron doing drugs. You never hear about any domestic fights. You never hear about, uh, you know, f- uh, physically touching anybody in any bad ways, like with women or anything or never any bad things. It's usually mostly positive things. And I remember saying that to my uncle one time and my uncle's like, Oh, I bet he pays these people <laughs> off. It's like, and why you, doesn't the other like, people pay people off? Exactly. He's my, too busy. He's in the gym practicing. My point is, is that he's, it's those people that want to find a way to hate him. Like, oh, there's no way he can, that can all be true. And the funny thing about that too, is it's like, are you kidding? Like when he said that, when my uncle said that to me too, I was like, are you joking? It's like anybody would love to be able to break a real story about him doing something yeah. like that, because that'll give them news and Whoa, yeah. all that shit, make them popular. Like, oh, I'm the one that broke this story. 
But because uh, that's yeah, how was Tiger Woods paying people off for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Though, I mean, that's. I remember thinking that's. I'm not. Serious. I mean, it's it's a good point with Tiger. Like going back to Tiger Woods or going to Tiger Woods really quick. But how they said when he was a child, like when he was in his teens and stuff, when everybody was out partying and doing crazy stuff, he was playing golf all the time because his dad was making him play. So it was kind of that thing that when he got into his 30s and had all the money in the world and didn't really get those party days, he kind of just used them then. Yeah, you got to get those out of yourself early. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you have to get them out of yourself early or else that's why all these kid stars yeah. end up all, most of them end up fucked up because they have too much money and power and then they end up just abusing it their whole lives and then when they're left with nothing they're just left with addiction and loneliness but not LeBron he he was a millionaire so you're saying LeBron tore it up as a kid as like a 12 year old it's possible I don't think so but I don't think so either because I think he like some people are different yeah don't need it I think he uh, I think getting being good at basketball is his drug I think LeBron's just really like a cheesy person he's not really there's no edge to him he just wow Andy just a friendly guy I mean I, I think he He's pretty lame. I think his decision to go to the Lakers was pretty lame and you're attacking him cowardly <laughs> in the lamest way. But he's you sound a good like guy. Trump right now, Andy. He's a good guy. You call him dumb. He's the best basketball player of my lifetime, and there's no indication that he's dumb. He's thoughtful in his interviews. He he's clearly one of the smartest basketball players ever. It's he just opened just, up a nice school. He's, he's an, an incredible physical marvel, but he's clearly super smart yeah you want to marry him man yeah, i'm just saying <laughs> and he, I, he's got a lot of great qualities can't and tell just, what you're thinking right now because yeah. you just went from like almost hating him to loving him no, again. Saying, I, I, put a pillow over your lap andy what's <laughs> going on there are issues i have some issues with lebron but it's not it's not like his he's not a bad person and he's not a dumb person also donald trump had to say he likes michael jordan better or something too and it's like all right well wow. if there's anything we've learned Le, lebron james is not a dumb person yeah according to andy there we go. Which is like, don't don't pick fights with uh, some of the most popular people in the world. Like, it's a pretty bad idea. It'd be like next he's gonna like go after like Chris Pratt or something. Like, you're not gonna win that one. No. No, you're not. But uh, an- another NBA story is um. So LeBron made did all this uh, great work making this school. It's a uh, the I Promise School. Yeah, no one no one can really uh, criticize him for that. Scott's um, tots. His, uh, his, but his friend Chris Paul uh, wants to top him. He uh, donated two and a half million to Wake Forest to their athletics program. I think it's the largest donation ever by an athlete to that school, at least. I don't know about all time, but it's just funny how like this rivalry. Like I think I don't think Chris Paul will do it. Not that Chris Paul's a bad guy, but I don't think he does this if LeBron doesn't have this huge story this last week about his thing. But either way, like, it, Paul, I mean, it's working out there. for the kids. Yeah, I mean, well, Wake Forest is a uh, young adults. So They're still kids. It's a university. Yeah, and um, I don't like Wake Forest because it sounds too much like Lake Forest, which is okay. our neighbor. The Demon Deacons. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, yeah. change their name. Yeah, Tim Duncan. Also, and is Wake Paul. Forest in a forest? in a wake forest yeah there's what a lot a, of water oh, being okay. waded wake forest now <laughs> i, I see what they're doing who there. really knows what that means and now I see there's reeds there. kind of like a tree because well, i vision if that there's a giant forest with these little deacons <laughs> these little demon deacons <laughs> what? the whole thing doesn't even make sense because <laughs> like a deacon is a religious their store their uh mascot is a little like scary looking troll thing with like a hat isn't it a gnome so a, a deacon is yeah is let in me the church it's like a priest but a demon but a demon is a demon, and yeah, the opposite of uh, Tony loves demons. 
So yeah, I don't. Yeah, the I'll whole, whole college. I'll get to that sense. in entertainment. I got a few things that I watched recently. Hell yeah! The whole thing doesn't make sense, but I like Wake Forest. I got Tim Duncan and Chris Paul. Those are two. I'm of just the, saying uh, the name is confusing with Lake yeah. Forest. And as a kid, I always thought I was like, well, where See? is that school? Okay, so I was wrong. They're not little gremlins. What it looks like is an angry church person. Like it looks like Scrooge. That looks like yeah. a fighting Irish or something without the beard. Yeah, I mean, who really older even fighting knows? Irish guy? They should be called Tobacco Forest because it's. All they do is tobacco out there, okay, I think. Okay, Andy, now I just think you're... Wow, Andy. I'm just saying that. Um, but, but really, the point that I wanted to... Is not Chris about, Paul, Paul not is about, an asshole. It's not about Chris Paul oh. making a gym. It's like... He's dumb? Chris Paul and LeBron James, I think, might be the two the two highest paid players in the NBA. Not that I have a problem with that, because they're both great players. They're also the... They've been the heads of the Players Association for a while, so they actually... They're the ones negotiating what, like, max contracts will be. And then so that they can't take a pay cut because it would make it would make the player association look bad. So they always go for the max contracts here, and then they're just giving the money away. So it's like they demanded more money, only to give it away. Well, yeah. it probably helps them from a tax perspective. Making less money would help too. Oh, Andy. Uh, it just. <laughs> so you're mad that they make they too much a, money and they give it away. Because you want them to give it to yeah. other players, wouldn't? But so, those players already make enough money. Wouldn't you rather it go so to they a, could have, less fortunate people? They could have had I think a smaller Andy's, max contract. I was gonna say that's more what Andy's getting at is that it, it makes it a, a, available to keep certain players or like sign other yeah. players instead of having so someone clearly LeBron, take all the money and then not even use that but, money for his personal. I mean, how use. much money are we talking that you could possibly take from them? Twenty million dollars. Chris Paul gave away two and a half million. It's probably not the only amount he's gonna give it away. That's I would what I'm hope saying not. Is he's going to get paid forty million, but he clearly doesn't need the forty million. So why did he? Why did he negotiate with the no league? Needs Andy, forty million. Dollars. Andy, you know what I'm thinking? You're forgetting this. How many Air Jordans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of. Hey, he only has like that one kid. I think <laughs> I got six fucking kids. <laughs> he could probably get free Air Jordans. He's a North Carolina basketball legend. Well, he's with Wake Michael Forest. Jordan. I think was in. Yeah, the then ACC why did he give the money to Wake Forest? Time. It's in North Carolina. Oh well. Near North Carolina. Yeah. It's in Lake Forest. It's in the Wake Forest. So Wake Forest is now all of a sudden in North Carolina. I don't think I actually ever had any idea. No one really did. Like, it's back there somewhere. That's why that's such a good. It's true. Like, all those random schools out there, I just assume they're just, like, in a clunk together. Yeah. You got Duke, North Carolina, NC State, and Wake Forest. Yeah, Duke. I think I just figured out where Duke was, like, two years ago. I I learned that, like, five years ago, I think. Yeah, like, I'm being dead. It's like, ah, it's, again, it's somewhere you're pointing over to the east. Tobacco Road or whatever, because there's all the tobacco out there. That's rude, Andy. It's not rude. It's just their their number one crop. Mm. It is their top. We crop. live in Orange fucking County. I actually you know why just watched that? the dumbest. Yeah, because of the movie Orange County with yeah. Jack Black. Oh, it wasn't named that until the movie. That makes yeah. sense. Was <laughs> Jack Black in that? Yeah, everyone knows that. He's hey, a fuck up. Entertainment podcast. He's a fuck it? up brother. <laughs> with uh, Colin Hanks. Yeah, I knew he was in it. But all I'm saying is Trevor Ariza had to leave <laughs> the Houston Rockets to no, get paid. No, that's true. And he even he went all the way to Phoenix. And that's he, how desperate he, he was to get paid. He told everyone, hey, I did this because I wanted to get paid. I wanted to make as much money as I could. And here Chris Paul is like, Well, no, it's true. That's why, that's why Tom Brady takes pay cuts and his yeah. teams win Super Bowls. That's well, Tom why Brady's wife makes $100 million Peyton Manning yeah. took a pay cut, I believe, also. His team won a Super Bowl that year. Kevin Durant took a pay cut. Fuck him. Gary Payton okay, took Kevin a pay Durant cut. Doesn't DeMarcus count. Cousins took a pay cut. Oh, God. DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins did take a pay cut, but what an idiot. It was funny. Like, oh, I don't know if this goes for entertainment or sports, but oh. I guess I'll just say it now. Since oh, wow. I, uh, DeMarcus Cousins. I just want to say really quickly, speaking of Kevin Durant and DeMarcus Cousins, how I saw their teammate at the bar this past Friday. Uncle Tony. Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah. 
He's actually in. I've just found out he's from uh, Instagram. He's actually doing a, a his own basketball camp in Ladera, Ladera Ranch right now, from uh, yesterday till Skip tomorrow. So it just makes sense that he was in town. Also, the fact that he went to Santa Margarita, so he's from this, you know, area. Yeah, yeah. which is on fire. But it, it's always interesting when you see like of someone like a famous person, whether it's an athlete or movie star, rock star, whatever, in person at first because. You always look at them at first, and it takes you a second because you're like, wait, where do I know him? And then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then you're always yeah, just kind of like. You, when you, you see him, you Basketball's a little easier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing with that night is, Sean, I know this is your nightmare when you go down to the coastal area. Everyone's seven foot. Everybody is so tall. And the Goddamn tallest, super The tallest breeding. person by far in there that night was this black chick. I kid you not, so, seven feet tall. I, I'm not even exaggerating. 100% seven feet tall. Had to be. I don't know what WME team well, she plays for. She was on the aces, and her flight was yeah, delayed. Yeah. Apparently, because this this it was one of the biggest humans I've ever seen up close. Seven foot woman, at least. Yeah. Never, I've never seen that. I don't. Think. I think I stood next to Zadrunas Olgowskis once. So, yeah, you got your beat. Never next to Yao Ming, though. That would that'd be ridiculous. Like, you yeah. wouldn't even know what to do. Just like, talk to his knee or something. Oh, yummy. Oh, boy. But, okay. Sad. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I we're, think, uh, no more yumming talk. I don't think there's – I think we're – are we done with the sports? I, I think, think that's all we have. Yeah, but I think Andy always just, likes to table on from the, yeah, the they're really, conversation the, the fact until that we had the to last put in, second. The fact we had to put in WNBA news and stuff. Well, that was proves, worthwhile. That was. Story. Actually, that was worth it. But I'm just saying, like, we're just a little slow here on uh, – this, Tony, this sports pod had it all. We had nude golf. We That's had true. lady basketball. We had dickheads donating money. We had dumb people. Hey, the point is that they're not dickheads. Okay. Unless you're Trevor Reza and you had to go to Phoenix to get more money. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Um, all right. But, yeah, I think that's all we have for Sports Tony's Take Episode 71. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. We love that stuff. I've been joined with Tony. Yep, yep. The off-road Andy. Yeah, I'm leaving now. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I am Sean. Thank you for tuning in. And check out our Tim's pod. Good night.